0: Hello and welcome to Building Beast Brands, the place to come for everything branding. I'm your host, Rob G. Today on the podcast, well, I've got to tell you, it has been a while since I've done a podcast. The last one I did was back earlier this year, and I just left off on it. I was at a place in my life where if you were following along, or if you weren't following along but you go back to some of my early episodes and follow along. My journey was that of I had a nine-to-five job and I was building a business on the side. Some time ago, this was back in 2013, I got laid off for the first time in my life. And then in 2015, I got laid off for the second time in my life. And um, it was never due to performance. I was always a, a top performer, what I was doing. No, seriously, I know everybody would say that. But no, I was. I performed well but it was always economical. It was always budget cuts. It was always these things where they were trimming the fat in order to be more profitable at the company I was working for. And so I got laid off in 2015, but that was a transforming day for me because I remember it was, it was, no, it was August 8th of 2015. I got laid off after doing a really great job of doing a turnaround for an art department, uh, for the sign and display company. And they laid me off because sales were down and I knew it. I saw sales were down. I saw production schedules. I ran them and they were slowing. I saw business slowing down. So they laid me off and I went home and, you know, I wasn't ticked off at them. I was ticked off at a system that basically failed me that said, if you work hard, if you do a good job, well then, you know, you've got a bright future is what they would always say. But that wasn't true. It only took me twice to realize that. So I went home that day and I immediately decided I am never going to put my hands, or uh, I'm sorry, I'm never going to put my future in the hands of a company or a job. That I was going to start a company myself because what I found was I decided when I left there, I was going to, I had to get into the digital age. I was, I had 25 years or so in print design. And so I thought, well, hey, I got to get into this digital thing. So I'm going to, do websites. I'm going to build websites. I'm going to design and build websites for people. That's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to make my money. I'll go out, I'll get another job, but I'll build this freelance business on the side, but only, I didn't call it freelance. I told myself this is going to be a legit company that the next time I lose my job, which is a given because the only thing sure about is a job is one day you will lose it. That the next time I lost my job, it would be the last job I ever had. And so I started to build a company. And it was going to be a web design company because, well, they figured that was the future. Everybody needs a website, right? So I started building websites. And here's the interesting thing. I started looking for a job, and I did everything you're supposed to do. You know, I, I uh, put my resume up on LinkedIn, and I put my resume... Up on job boards, like Monster and indeed, and all the others, I went to companies' websites directly and I uploaded my my resume to those places and I was meeting with recruiters. I even met with a with a uh, a career coach, oh, and that's a really good story. I'll have to tell you about that another time, but what a great story when I met this guy. boy, I must have I' made an impression on him because he said something I never thought I would ever hear, but anyway. I was cold contacting people. I would see people in the supermarket and just strike up conversation with random strangers. I know, sounds a little weird, stalky, right? But hey, I was desperate. I needed to find a job. The previous time, it took me six months to find one, and I was doing all this stuff. Doing everything you're supposed to do and more. I learned how to network. I learned how to meet people. I learned how to talk. I learned how to interview. I learned how to do everything from some great mentors. So I was doing all these things, and... It took me seven months to get another job. And it came from somebody I had known for most of my adult life. Isn't that funny? Didn't come from any resume I posted, job board, recruiter. Forget it. Recruiters never, ever called me. So it took me seven months. But in that time, it took me, well, I should say it took me seven months to get the job. But I'll tell you, about a month or two after I decided to build a website company, I had one conversation with a guy I knew who's a very successful businessman, ran several different companies. And I told him I was going to build him his website if he would let me for free. It's just that he had a really ugly and bad one and I was going to redesign it for free. And if he liked it, then he could just use it. Well, he loved it so much, he took it. He also told a friend of his who owned several companies, I built two websites for that guy. And that conversation led to a referral to another guy who was starting up a company with a partner and I did their website and then his partner had a girlfriend who was a lawyer and she needed a website and his mother ran a nonprofit, and she needed a website and I'm going to tell you, it took off from there. I got more website jobs than I did get interviews. Total number of interviews in seven months, one. The one came from somebody I already knew and I took that job. So I thought, this is great, so I'm going to build this company, and what I quickly realized was you can't make a lot of money in websites unless you do high volume, and that's not what I wanted to do. I'm a graphic designer by education, I'm a creative guy, I love creating stuff, I don't want to churn out some, you know, website factory and churn that stuff out just to make a living. That didn't sound very fulfilling, so I evolved it, and what happened was over a period of a couple of years, I was doing logos and doing websites. And if you're a designer out there, you know how this goes. You are drastically underpaid. You know, you, 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 I I heard stories of people doing logos for 50 bucks, 50 bucks. What the heck are you going to do with 50 bucks? Something that takes you hours to do. So forget that. So I would charge more, but you can never get enough of them because it just wasn't that profitable. Or it took me some time to learn how to become profitable, which is a whole nother podcast. So I evolved that company um, from website to design to uh, what it is today, which is a branding company. And my company, which is UnleashMyBeastBrand.com, is a great company. I got to say, I'm very happy with the way um, I built it and, and its evolution and You know, it's not patting myself on the back. I'm going to tell you, it took a lot of hard work, a lot of time, a lot of thinking and rethinking. I I rebranded after a period of time. I had a brand and then it wasn't working. So I actually tore the whole thing down and built a, a brand new brand from scratch. I went through several business models of how I wanted it to look. You know, did I want it to be the agency model? Because I definitely wasn't going to just be a freelancer. Do I become an agency? No, I don't want employees. I want something that I can sell one day because I don't want to do this forever. I need an exit strategy for the business that I haven't even built yet. So what do you think about that? So I decided that I'm going to look and look and look. And I studied other people's businesses until I found one um, that somebody else was running here. And I'm in the tri-state area, if you're listening from elsewhere. I'm in the tri-state area in the suburbs about a half hour North and west of New York City. So I'm in the burbs, but you know, I looked at other companies who were succeeding doing what I was intending to do and I copied their model and settled on that. And when I was happy with that, I built in processes along the way for um, helping people with their branding. Still doing logos, still doing websites, adding the messaging, doing photography, um, hiring video companies to do things, just always improving the process, always adding value and amping it up. And what I actually ended up with was a company that I was very happy with, with great processes, great brand. I um, mean, that's where I am today. And here's the thing. And, and here's where I'm coming back into the podcast world to tell you this. So I got this job, right? And this was in March. It was March 1st of 2016 when I got that job after it took, took me seven months to find So I got this job, whoof, which was really good timing because finances were really tight. You know, after being laid off two years later, after being laid off the first time, that wasn't good. So finances were tight and it came at a good time. And my wife was unemployed at the same time. She became unemployed at the same time I did. Talk about a, a, you know, a double whammy. We got whacked, man. We really got whacked on that one. So it was really tight, but then we both became employed at the same time. Amazing. Amazing how things just kind of work out sometimes. You just have faith. Our attitudes were good. We weren't going to give up. We weren't crying. We weren't sitting in the corner, thumb in mouth, rocking back and forth. We don't do that. We're not that kind of people. We're a good couple. We're we a power couple. So my wife got a job. I got a job. We, we went from like poverty line income level, no joke, to, you know... Um, hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year i mean it it was like going it was night and day it was night and day but here's the thing i mean that may sound pretty good to some people i mean i was thankful for it but i wasn't complacent with it and here's the one thing i knew and that's why it was no big deal to me was i knew i was going to lose that job i knew that either i was going to leave because i once my company got to a place where i can sustain my family and, and feed them I would quit that job, and then I would be a full-time business owner. One of my dreams, by the way, the biggest dream of mine was to be a full-time business owner. Hadn't done it for so many years. Dabbled in businesses on the side, but never really got a chance. Or I shouldn't say got a chance. I guess I wasn't ready. That's it. I wasn't really ready to do that. So, built the company, got the job. Things are going well for the next two to three years, and I decide, okay. This is in the beginning of 2019, actually the beginning of this year. I thought, okay, things are going good, company's growing, word's getting out there. I'm on social media, you know, I'm, I'm hitting on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. I had the podcast, I was, uh, I was writing articles, so I was doing it all, man. And then, you know, I settled into a couple of different platforms and I decided, okay, what I got to do is I got to make the leap. You know, at some point, you just got to jump in the water. You can't stand there with your toe in it thinking, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? You know, the old clash song, song, right? Should I stay or should I go? Well, I realize I'm going to have to do this at some time and it's never going to be perfect timing. Hey, have you ever heard that? Are Are you sitting there? Are you waiting for the perfect time to do something? Can I tell you? It never comes perfect time never comes. The best time is the time that you got right now. So I decided, you know, by the end of 2019, I should have enough money in the bank. You know, my bills were all getting paid and we were stashing money and things were good. And I figured, hey, let's, let's give to the end of 2019, give me enough runway. I will quit at the end of the year and start 2020 with, you know, brand new full-time business owner. And I will just pour gas and we will take off. So that's the plan, right? Well, as you know, when man plans, God laughs. laughs. He just loves playing with me, I'm going to tell you, because it was July 8th of this year, of 2019. I knew it two weeks ahead of time. I could tell by the way things were going in the company. Things were going downhill. I'd seen this before. I'd seen sales go down in companies. I'd seen the fallout. Look, I'm not an idiot. I can tell when things are not good, but I don't stick my head in the sand and go, I hope it will be. Because, you know, there are people that I've worked with over the years in companies that thought that way. I just never would. And so I knew two weeks before and I told people and they said, no, you're wrong. I said, no, I'm going to be next. You watch. I'm going to be the next to go. And wouldn't you know it? I walk in one day. It was a Friday. Big boss comes in from out of town. Hey, can I speak with you, Rob? I turned to my friends, I said, here it goes, right? Here we go. I walk in there, bam, just like that, out of work. So I got laid off. And, you know, it was, I guess it went as well as it could have gone. You know, you lose a job, it's not a happy day. Although, I'm going to tell you, I was pumped out of my mind. You know why? Because I spent almost four years building my company. On the side. When I say on the side, I kind of choke on those words because it wasn't really on the side. It was only because I had a nine to five job that I did it outside of that. So, you know, some people go, oh, you have a freelance business. Oh, you're building something on the side. Oh, you've got a side business. No, this this is my primary business. It may not be my primary income yet, but this is my primary thing. This is what I do. And this is what I would do for the rest of my life in some way, shape, or form. So I spent all that time. And it was, it was a full-time effort with a part-time, I guess, time speaking. You know, it was mornings. It was lunch hours. I would leave the building where I worked at. And you know, if you, you listen to some of my old episodes, I called it The Box I'm working in a box every single day. My gosh, it was misery. Big glass and metal building. It just looked like a big, shiny box that they would put me in for eight and a half to nine hours and let me out at the end of the day. So, um, you know, I didn't have to go to the box anymore. So that was a good thing. And what I decided was when I would, when I was going there, okay, let me back up. When I was going there, before I would go to work, I would do a little bit, not much time in the morning, but I would take my lunch hours and I would leave the box, go out to my car, or in the nice weather, I would go sit on the, on the grassy field, a grassy knoll, and I would pull out my laptop and I would work and I would work. And the people I was working with thought, I don't know if they thought I was crazy or stupid or I don't know what they thought. It didn't really matter to me. Uh, I warned them. I warned people. I, I, I've been warning people for years, don't, pay, don't put your faith in a job or at least Have a backup plan. Have a safety net. Have something to turn to so that when you do lose your job, you're not stuck like I was. So I would take lunch breaks and I would do that. And then I would leave at 5.02. Like, I was like, boom! I was out of there. There was smoke rising. You know, my chair was spinning and my computer barely shut down from work. I was out of there. And they'd be like, hey, he's running out. I said, I got places to go. I got a business to build. So what I would do was I would go home and be almost uh, an hour commute each way. Talk about misery. But I would listen. I would record my podcast in the morning going in. On the way home, I would listen to educational podcasts, teach me how to build better businesses. And I would get home and eat dinner and work some more and work and work and work. And the weekends I would work and I kept working for four years. I worked and I built this company. So that when I got laid off this year, when I say it was, Never a happy day. It actually was. You know, I left there. I was pumped. I mean, I walked out of the box. I called my wife. And I was practically in tears. I was so emotional. She, she we, we had talked about this coming for some time. So when I called her up, she goes, did it happen? I said, it happened. She goes, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Because she knew what my dream was. And she knew I'd been waiting for this day. Couldn't wait. And I danced out of there and I got in my car and I drove home and I just embraced the leaving there for the last day and I took it in and I thought that I I never wanna forget what it was like working there. I never wanna forget the misery that it was knowing that I was basically chained to a desk doing very uncreative work. Even though I was a graphic designer by education, that job I had was not creative in the least. I was pushing emails left and right. That's all I really did. Pushing emails. So that day was the first day of me being a full-time business owner. I went home. I was pumped. I had so much energy. I went right to work. I went to work. I went to work at my company, Unleash My Beast brand. And I immediately got to work and I joined a couple of networking groups and I started getting out there and I I started hammering LinkedIn and creating lots of content and creating videos and populating a YouTube channel. I wrote an article, had that published in a local online business journal, which is exciting. That just happened recently. So you could see since the last time, if you listen to my last podcast, which nobody's really listening. Because it was such a new podcast, but that's okay. I'm gonna pretend like there was millions of people listening. But if you go back and you listen to it, you'll hear, you'll hear the hum of the car, you'll hear the traffic alongside me, you'll hear the fact that I was driving on a commute every morning. And that's how I recorded my podcast, because I hadn't had no other time to do it, did on the drive-in. So here I am, sitting at really what is my dining room table, which is my desk, because I am a very frugal guy, and I don't have tremendous amount of income coming in yet from the business where I can you know, invest in some super high-tech digs where I can plant myself. I don't really want an office out of my, that's not in my home. I want to build one in my home. So look, so now I'm sitting here. I'm not in my car, but I'm in my home, and I'm home every day, except for when I do leave to go meet with clients, go meet new people, go do a photo shoot. Maybe go um, do some planning with some people to do some talks. Uh, I'm planning you know, a career in speaking. So I'm laying the foundation for that as well. Got some talks under my belt and I'm gonna, planning for doing more of them and just doing more of what I love and having a blast doing it. So this is kind of a joyous day where I come back on the podcast and I tell you what happened in that big long delay, where I was, where I am today, and just feeling like, God. This is so great. Now, to me, it's a level of freedom I've never experienced. And a lot of people go, well, you're not really free. You're not, you're not free because you still have clients. And there is a level of truth to that. But I'm in you know, what I call a lower level of freedom where you know, I get up at whatever time I want and go to bed whatever time I want. I eat whatever I want. I work whenever I want. I decide what gets done when. And I decide how long I need to spend on this and before I need to go do that. And to be able to have that freedom to just come and go and plan my day, to me, is exciting. That's not exciting to a lot of people. Some people are are job people. They want to be told where to go, what time, what to do. Tell me, give me the task and I'll do it for you. Boss, thank you very much. Can I please have a paycheck? But that's not what I'm all about. So I just have a blast coming and going, doing what I do and, and, and helping businesses. So what? So what am I doing? I say I'm helping businesses. You know, I've helped. Uh, um, right now, I've got currently, I have a personal trainer as a client. That's a full-on branding project and a fun one. What a great guy! When do you see this branding come out? It's going to be absolutely beast. Of course, what else would it be? I just enlisted a new client who is a PGA golf instructor. That's going to be cool, right? I've done a painting contractor. Private Investigator. And some of these are not all branding projects, but they're some branding elements. By the way, if you don't know what branding is, a lot of people think a logo is a brand. It's not. It's just an element of a brand. So elements of a brand, logo, a website, social media imagery, all that kind of stuff. The, the messaging, you know, the copy that is written, that's all part of branding. And so some of these are just logos. Some of these are just websites. But, you know, I always took a branding first, first approach to logos and websites, and I would do a little bit more to round out the personality of the business in terms of the logo and the website and make it all consistent. I have done property management company who own um, some fantastic uh, um, buildings. One of them is on the water at the Hudson River, Uh, river views, just spectacular view of the Tappan Zee Bridge, the new Tappan Zee Bridge, also known as the Mario Cuomo, Governor Mario Cuomo Bridge. which. I'm not talk- I'm not calling it that. I just don't want to. It's the new Tappan Zee Bridge, okay? So there, there's another client. And um, I am about to work with another building contractor to develop a logo for him, which has its um, roots in branding because I took him through a, a similar process when I brand somebody, a modified process to come up with a great logo for him. Um, and it looks like I'm about to get a naming job because naming is a part of branding, you know. Uh, somebody said to me they're like really like naming a company would change their name I go yeah if it sucks yeah of course (laughs) if the if the name of the company is not helping yeah man you got to change that thing and there's a whole naming process I did a naming process for um, for my personal trainer client and I'm going through that with the golf pro and uh, I'm going to do that with this um no I'm not doing that with the building contractor Um, he was asking me about that, but I'm doing that with a financial advisor. Most likely haven't signed that one yet, but it looks pretty good. So there's a naming job. So I do elements of branding as well, because sometimes they don't need the whole shebang. Sometimes they just need a piece of it, right? They come to me. I'm not going to sell somebody something they don't need. I don't do that. I want to help people. So financial advisor came to me and he wanted to talk about branding. And really what it came down to is like, buddy, you just need a new name because your name is not helping. And he kind of knew that already. So it looks like we're going to do that. I hope so. I look forward to helping them. Just love helping people. So that's what I have going on currently. So though I got all those things going on, you know, simultaneously, which is a lot. Oof, it's a lot. Keeps me energized, though. It keeps me not just busy, but doing what I love to do. So that is going to be it for today. I just wanted to come back and give you really an update podcast. But look, here's what's coming in the future. I've been talking to a lot of people and I want to transform and always add more value to you as a listener. I don't want you to just come here and listen to me rant about my own life and about my own views. I want to get other people's views on here. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have other people on here. I'm going to interview them having to do with branding other business people talk about great stuff like that what they've overcome how they've used branding and how they've um how they've used their marketing to level up their businesses so we've got a lot of great a lot of great uh, future episodes to come and the next ones that you will hear will be an interview style format we're going to talk to some very interesting people i'm telling you i got one guy in mine this guy is a friend of mine for a number of years now this guy's a riot Wait till like I bring this guy in. I'm not going to tell you anymore, okay? You're going to have to tune in, but when he comes, boy, it's going to be a great episode. So that is it for today. That is it. This has been Building Beast Brands. I'm Rob G. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.